Welcome into this week's episode of the Torah Podcast. Now, before we get into this week's rather remarkable idea from Rabbi Rucham Levovitz, that actually a spoiler or a little teaser will hold with God's help the answer to preventing future sins and is the foolproof method to taking the next step in our climb to spiritual greatness, which follows with it a visual aid that still is present in these days, yes. Before all of that, I'd like to give a quick synopsis of the parsha, just so we can get a kind of feeling and flavor of the parsha, and perhaps weave that into the idea. Now, Parsha's Tazriya Mitzorah, a double parsha, begins with the laws of human contamination, dealing with, with a mother will give birth and the subsequent impurity that the mother has to become and go through and how she purifies herself. It gets into the basic laws of this tzora'as in the next sukkim, the purification process of how a person can get rid of this magical and spiritual ailment and nega that infects the body, even inanimate objects like clothes and a person's house, God forbid. It deals with the laws of the baheres and the se'es, which are types of tsaras, inflammation, burns, if the tsaras is on the head, on the face, baldness, all these different manifestations of this spiritual disease called tsaras. Parshas Metzorah deals with the isolation of this individual who spoke Lashon Hara, who has been inflicted with Saras and therefore has to leave the camp. His garments become covered in Saras. The Torah describes how the Kohen has to come and deem that this truly is Saras, and only the Kohen can truly say and confirm that indeed these splotches are Saras. And to round things out, the Parsha finishes with very arcane laws about spiritual impurity because of male discharges and female discharges and different bodily wastes or different discharges from the body that can make a person impure, a nida, a woman who menstruates, a zav, a zava, no matter the different circumstances and the nitty-gritty halachos, just the overall feeling of the parsha are the laws of spiritual contamination and the process and the purification process that we can go through. Now, without wasting any time, I want to jump right into, towards the end of the parsha, parsha Metzorah, and deal with this balkari. This individual who had some form of a seminal emission, a discharge, and is now impure. ish mimenu. Let me repeat that pasuk. Sorry, the ish. And when a male zera will have some form of a discharge and he becomes impure, this is a tuma, an impurity called a balkari. It's actually one of the lowest forms of impurity. Indeed, this fellow can jump into the mikvah and wait until nightfall, and he is now pure again. But there is one very odd halacha that the Gemara in Brachos, Dav Chaf Beis Amad Aleph, tells us 
is only applicable to a Balkari. The Pesukim tell us that v'hoidatom levonecha v'levnei vonecha, that we're commanded to teach our children Torah. And the next subsequent juxtaposed verse is v'ksiv basre yoyim asher amadatol lefnei Hashem alokecha bechorev. To remember the day that we stood in front of God bechorev. And the Gemara makes this juxtaposition into a now halacha, or something that is needed in the case of a balkari. The malahalon be'emo be'yira be'reses u'bezia, that just like the Torah was given with a certain level of fear, that we stood in front of God and there was a reverence and an awe for God, afkan be'emo be'yira be'reses u'bezia, so too, Torah learning, that first pasuk that said that we should teach our children Torah must also be done with a certain level of fear. Torah must be studied with a seriousness. Torah must be taught to the children with a very heavy head, proper understanding and mindset. And the Gemara concludes from here, Mikan omru chachomim But... A Balkari, this individual who has become impure, Asurim, he cannot study Torah. Every other level of Tumah, every other individual who has become impure, and even if they are more serious, Chamur, levels of impurity, they still can study Torah. But specifically and only a Balkari cannot learn, or study Torah. Why? So perhaps the greatest Baal Chesed to ever live, Rabbi Nushlomo Yitzchaki Rashi, who comments on this Gemara, who holds our hand through literally all of Torah, explaining each step, each word to us, tells us here the answer. Mikan Omru Kol Hatimeim Mutarim Betayra Everyone who is impure, they still can learn Torah. Because although they are impure, they still can have the right mindset when they learn, when they study. This individual who let his mind wander to places that it probably shouldn't have, has shown an inability to protect his mind and has a very kalos Light Rosh, light head. Things aren't serious to him. And this individual can't keep Judaism and Torah study serious. So therefore, he's not allowed to study Torah. Because Torah needs the right mindset. We have here the springboard to this week's idea, to this week's Vart. This Balkari, this man who has become impure because he let his mind wander it's because he has a light head. He doesn't seem to give things the necessary seriousness. And that is the opposite of Yirashamayim, of a seriousness, and the way that Torah must be taught, learned, and understood. And if the consequences of this affliction, of this nega, of becoming someone who is a light-headed individual, would stop there that he can't study Torah, Dayenu. But it gets worse. The Mishnah Mesechta Avis Parak Gimel, Mishnah Yod Gimel, 
tells us schoik vekalos rosh, frivolity, and a light head. This kalos rosh, margilin es adam laerva. It brings a person towards sins, sins of promiscuity of Arias. And Ramchal in Mesilas Yeshorim in chapter 5 explains to us how this happens, how just a little bit of a light attitude, a light head can end up in such funky places. But when a person has this mindset that, no, it's just a joke, no, it's, it's funny, it was a meme, it was sent to me, although it was something that was ill-suited, it was inappropriate, then it's a steady decline step by step because ultimately it was just a joke. And then the next thing, no, it was just a joke. Frightening words from Ramchali continues. Sechok, this light attitude of laughing at anything or everything can bring a person until he's at the level of a shota, someone who doesn't have any intellect. He's literally, according to the Medrash and Parshas Naso, dealing with the Nazir, like someone who is totally drunk, wandering the streets at 4 a.m., up to no good. That is the same as this person who just laughs at anything because there is no Gidarim. It never ends. Everything is just ha-ha, no matter how impure or inappropriate the item is. But we have now here the answer. We have that special cure. The Gemara told us that Torah must be with a certain serious attitude. And Archas Chaim Laharosh summarizes the one and the only way that we can start to take the next step in our ascendance to our greatness. You'll find this line from the Rush in his Sefer Orchas Chaim Laharosh in Os and letter Mem. Very short. And very direct. Al tenaheg atzmecha bekalos rosh v'yehi mayra shemaim alecha. Do not live your life. Do not accustom yourself to this kalos rosh, this light-headed attitude. Rather, have the fear of heaven on you. This individual who's laughing at everything and can't take anything seriously. We're taught even Torah doesn't help him. In fact, he can't even learn Torah. And that's a shocking thing to say. After all, it's our only item that we can turn to, our only cure for the Yetzirah, as the Gemara tells us, Barasi Yetzirah, God gave us an evil inclination, Ubarasi Torah Tavlin. But he gave us the Torah in which we can fight back with and cure ourselves of this disease. And this person can't learn Torah. How can that possibly be that he can be denied the one cure? And Rabbi Rucham explains, because this person is like a cup who's got a hole in the bottom. And the Tyra, every time it goes in to try to cure him, it just drips down out of the bottom. It keeps spilling because he just keeps laughing out all of the liquid. But Yirashamayim, but this advice from the rush, from the Gemara, that tells us to add a little fear of heaven, a little bit of a heavy head, a little bit of a seriousness, a little bit of a COVID rosh of a bowling ball head to his life, that will stop up the leak. 
that will plug the gap, that will fix the cup to let the Torah then start to go to work. So fear of heaven is the way. Meirah Shamayim Alecha is the way. Yirah Shamayim is the path. So where to start? I'm ready to sign up. I got the pen. Let's add some fear of heaven. Okay, what now? I'm glad you asked if Yeruchim tells us that the way to begin, the Hakedama to, the introduction for fear of heaven, is this, is Azivas Matsavo, forsaking your lightheaded attitude, Rashis Avodasoi Bekoidesh, your first move, Likonis Bematsev Shall Kovid Rosh, is to get a heavy head. Kovid Rosh. He hahakdama liyiras shamayim. A seriousness, a heavy head, is the introduction, the place to begin, to acquire fear of heaven. And then Rav Yeruchim brings the most extraordinary understanding of this topic from the altar of Kelm, his Rebbe. The words were that a person should not have a kalos rosh. It means to be light-minded. To act and make jokes of everything. But the altar of Kelm read the words literally. Kalos means lightheaded like you're an airhead. You're a balloon that your head swivels and moves because it's so light. We need to get bowling ball heads. Koved rosh. Koved in Hebrew means heavy. Like if your head is sitting on your neck and it was the weight of a bowling ball, it would just fall forward and look down towards the floor because you have a COVID, Rosh, a heavy head. And the following point, when Rav Yeruchim said it, I almost was brought to tears because I thought we might never get a chance to see, or I knew we would never get a chance to see what the Mashkiach was talking about. But then a video of the Chafetz Chaim surfaced, and now we know. I'm reading the words inside in his Sefer, Rav Yeruchim Sefer Das Torah, He's telling us that when we want to steig and grab fear of heaven, we need this heavy head. We need a bowling ball head. And he said, if you want to know what it looks like, you want a visual aid, then watch the Chafetz Chaim walk. You'll see how he's always looking down. And he calls him Shlita. He says, my Rebbe, the Chafetz Chaim Shlita, because he was still alive. And in parentheses here, it says, because he has since passed away. So we were never going to be able to see how the Chafetz Chaim walked. But then this video, this famous video surfaced, and we are able to witness this idea firsthand at what it means to walk and live with a COVID rosh, a heavy head. You see there in the video, the Chafetz Chaim's walking, his head's down. He's not looking out at all the other things. It's not searching from place to place. And you see a person who's wise, who's thinking. He's not just going to burst out laughing and playing. You see this in the video. You see the Chavetz Chaim walking. His hands are kind of crossed over one another, walking step by step. You see the Hakdama that we're talking about. And by the Chavetz Chaim, you see the full Kenyan and acquisition of a God-fearing Jew in a video that we get to witness. And with this idea, it seems that we've found one really strong approach to this unfair onslaught of immorality that is plaguing 
the Jewish people in America. You can't walk to the grocery store without seeing something that one could never have imagined. New organizations and groups in Shiurim have been created just to try to help people cope and get by from the insane, seemingly at times unfair challenges of immorality and shmiris and I am in the world. And here perhaps we have found a way. A heavy head. A bowling ball head. And the more I thought about this idea, the more I said, yeah, but it's hard. It doesn't seem practical to walk around like the Chavetz Chaim. But then I thought, but if I did, I would guarantee myself that I wouldn't see anything that I wasn't supposed to. And if I did, I've already taken one small step for mankind for myself in the ways of becoming a God-fearing Jew. So maybe this idea is hard to walk around with a bowling ball head. But imagine the gains. Imagine the spiritual rewards. Imagine the rewards and the pleasure even in this world. So to really bring this point home, to summarize and to conclude, we have someone who experienced becoming impure, Because of really whatever the circumstances are, whether they were impure thoughts or he just became someone who was a Baal Keri. He immediately can run to the mikvah, but no Torah study. Because Torah study is for people that know how to take things seriously and they know when the jokes must end. And it's really a new approach that the two ends of the spectrum, the A and the Z, is the A is the Torah and the fear of heaven. But the opposite isn't just any sin. It's the hole in the cup. It's the laughing. It's the looseness. It's the lightness. It's the frivolity. It's the inability to take things seriously. So here we have the answer. The way to make your cup hold water is to acquire fear of heaven. And the way to begin the acquisition of Yiras Shomayim is a koved rosh, as the altar of Kelm said, a literal translation, a heavy head. So is this idea perhaps lofty? Is this a challenge? Is this, I don't know, nearly impossible to walk around like the Chafetz Chaim? I don't know. Is it hard? It definitely is. But think of the rewards. Think of how it's going to be impossible for you to be inundated and assaulted with whatever is out there if your head is down. Think of even if we can't do this for one trip to a place that you know will be something impure. Think if we can just do this for five seconds at a time that we can add a bit of seriousness to our life. Plug the hole in your cup Grab yourself a bowling ball head, and with this, God should see us trying, being osik, to be metahir and mekadish ourselves down here at least a little bit. And so too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should see that effort and bless us to be mekadish and metahir us that much more until we become truly kadosh, holy, and righteous Jews.